Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street off Brown. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Raise one right now. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned, student-staffed destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now here's your host, John Bedell. Well, Flyer fans, you can't win them all. We tried to win them to victory. It was red. It was loud with a W in that arena. Tried to get them, tried to get our boys over the top, but just couldn't get them. 61-57, Dayton Flyers fall to number 17, St. Mary's. Archie Miller and company now 2-1 and one on the year as they now look ahead to Anaheim and their uh, preseason or early season tournament as they head out to play the Nebraska Cornhuskers on Thanksgiving Day. John Bedell, former Flyer, still great. Brooks Hall with you here tonight. Um, Brooks, you know, we're not one for moral victories on this show a whole lot, but you really can't feel too bad after playing that team, being down 20 at your own place, top 25 team without two of your starters, and you come this close to getting them. Yeah, I mean, coaches don't like moral victories and, and you know like you said we don't really look for moral victories but this is kind of a situation it's the exception I mean going into a game playing a top 25 team without two starters and you could you can come back down 20 and make it a ball game that that deserves a, a moral victory celebration now are the coaches okay with that no I mean they're not going to be okay with that the players are disappointed I'm sure um, but but there's a lot to take from this on the positive aspect and you know coach kind of admitted it on on the air he said uh the fight. He, he, he said he loved their fight, but he was referring to the end of the game. Yeah. Early on in the first half, he, he, he was upset with their fight, and even first 10 minutes of the second half. So, you know, there's a lot to take from it, and, and they're definitely going to get in the lab. You can tweet me at jbedellwhio. You can call us up 457-1290. You can get on the Bud Light mic. We'll go there after break because I got music in my ear, which means we got to stop and pay some bills. Flyers to loser, 61-57. John Bedell and Brooks Hall with you here for Flyer Feedback Live from Flanagan's until 5 o'clock. It continues on the other side right here on the Home of the Flyers. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On air, online at WHIO.com and at the WHIO app. The home of Fox News in the Miami Valley. Your news starts now. It's 4.30. I'm Bill Scheidel with an AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO news update. At least one person has died in a dark county crash. I'm meteorologist Carrie and Merritt. Cold and windy today. How long these conditions stick around. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now from the AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO 24-hour team traffic center. We're seeing smooth traffic on area highways, but US 36 in Dark County near Gettysburg is closed because of that accident. And it is our top story. Breaking news out of Dark County. Crews are investigating what has been confirmed as a fatal single-car accident on US 36 near Gettysburg. There are other injuries as well, and CareFlight has been called to the scene. We're being told US 36 is closed and will remain closed for an indefinite period of time. We're working to get more information, and we'll pass it along to you as quickly as we can. President-elect Donald Trump interviewing potential candidates for key roles in his administration at his golf resort in New Jersey, including one of his harshest critics, Mitt Romney. Romney spoke briefly with reporters. We had a, uh, a, a, a far-reaching uh, uh, conversation with regards to the various uh, theaters in the world where there are interests of the United States of uh, real significance. 
Romney didn't tip his hand about whether he would join the Trump administration. Minnesotans are shoveling out from the first big snowstorm of the season. Parts of the state got two feet of snow. The Minnesota uh, State Patrol reports 450 crashes and about 860 spin out statewide. At least two deaths are blamed on icy roads. Storm Center 7 meteorologist Carrie Ann Merritt has our forecast right around the corner. Dayton's 24 hour news is AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO continuing news now. AJ Wagner has resigned from the State Board of Education. Wagner says he's resigning because he's moving out of the state. Wagner has served on the board for two years. Governor Kasich will appoint a successor to serve out Wagner's remaining term through 2018. And a judge has ruled that a recorded police interrogation of a Bell Fountain mom saying that she smothered her three young sons can be used during her trial. The judge ruled that Brittany Pilkington's recorded statements were voluntary. Pilkington's attorneys argued her statements were obtained un constitutionally. The boys were killed at different times over a 13-month period. Now here's your exclusive WHIO Storm Center 7 forecast. Gusty and cold today. Winds will have the feels-like temperatures in the 20s all afternoon. Mostly cloudy skies and the chance for a few passing flurries at times. No accumulation expected. The feels-like temperature will be dropping into the teens for any Saturday night plans. We're then cold start to finish tomorrow. Sun and clouds and temperatures hovering in the 30s. I'm meteorologist Carrie Ann Merritt on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 News 95.7 WH. Latest scan, the live Doppler 7 HD radar is showing that wintry mix uh, having moved out toward the east right now. Currently, it's 35 degrees in Springfield and 37 degrees in Dayton at 434. I'm Bill Scheindel on Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, the home of Fox News. We report, you decide. Cancer. Just the thought of it can keep you up at night. It keeps us up, too, working around the clock, looking for new ways to fight. That's why Premier Health has teamed up with MD Anderson Cancer Network, a program of MD Anderson Cancer Center. This means we'll have access to more expertise and more treatment options. Now, it's cancer's turn to be scared. Learn more about Premier Health and MD Anderson Cancer Network at unitedagainstcancer.com. Big news for subscribers to the Dayton Daily News. You automatically have five digital subscriptions to share with anyone. Share your five. Keep one for yourself and share with any other four people for free. Share your five now at mydaytondailynews.com slash five. The Dayton Daily News has a fresh new look. You told us you wanted your newspaper to be focused on your local community. From Bellbrook to Beaver Creek, Tip City to Huber Heights. We're covering the place where you live. The all new Dayton Daily News. See the difference. Pick yours up today. Hi, this is Jeremy of Handcrafted Amish Furniture of Dayton. Visit our store to save big money on furniture for your home. Come to our showroom at 1360 North Fairfield Road in Beaver Creek during our November liquidation sale. Save up to 60% on a fresh inventory of in-stock and special order heirloom quality Amish furniture. Plus, save on our exclusive line of upholstered furniture. Discover deep discounts at Handcrafted Amish Furniture. Visit us at DaytonAmishFurniture.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you soon. You don't have to be a professional gift shopper like me to find the perfect gift for the holidays. Just go to Mike's Car Wash and purchase Ultimate and Works Wash books for everyone on your list. Buy four washes and you get two free. It's like six gifts in one. With a deal like that, you might want to stock up for yourself too. So pull into Mike's Car Wash and ask for Ultimate and Works Wash books today. 
or get them online at mikescarwash.com. Get yours before November 30th and get a free bonus wash at mikescarwash.com and all Mike's Car Wash locations. Crosspoint Center in Centerville, where holiday shopping and dining is fun and easy. Escape to a place with 50 unique stores where you'll find everything you need close by. At Crosspoint Center, I-675 Exit 4 and State Route 48. Visit Marshalls and Fortis College, plus all the specialty shops, businesses, and restaurants. Crosspoint Center, your destination for the holidays and year-round. Learning Express Toys is Santa's one-stop shop for everything you need for the kids on your list. Come to our Thanksgiving week sale Wednesday through Sunday for 20% off all games. Melissa and Doug, Art and Play Mobile. Learning Express Toys, always the perfect toy. Maggie Moo's Homemade Ice Cream in Cross Point Center is ready to make your holiday season so sweet with an ice cream cake or ice cream pizza to celebrate. Call 434-4446 or go to MaggieMoo's.com for a custom order. Take home some cupcakes and pints for a family treat. Maggie Moo's in Cross Point Center. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub for Flyer Feedback tonight. John Bedell, Brooks Hall with you here as we're talking about a 61-57 Dayton Flyers loss. They drop a four-point decision to the St. Mary's Gales, a top 25 team that was playing like one for stretches. And uh, Brooks, hard to really feel bad about this one with uh, considering their situation. You're without two of your starters. Yeah. And you almost get them. No, nah, it, was, it was a good, you know, it, it ended well. Now, now, had the game finished how 30 minutes of the game started, then it'd probably be a different conversation. Had we lost by 25 and just got completely dominated the entire game, it would have been an issue. But, you know, like we've done in, in our Dane fashion, when it looks like it's over with, we, we fight and, and claw and do whatever we can to come back. And, and we made it a ball game couple ways for us to get us uh, for you to get on the show with us flyer fans you can tweet me at jvadelwhio eric on twitter says i know it's strange to say about a loss but you have to feel good about this one underman team showed me something thanks for the tweet eric vince on twitter says find out if pollard is ever coming back or are we going to redshirt him no we're not going to redshirt him yes he is coming back or you can call us, 457-1290. You're going on the Bud Light mic. But keep it clean, people. You know what you can say. You know what you can't. I will send you the fine from the FCC if you get something past our excellent producer, Brendan Fote. Jeff and Dayton, go. Hey, guys. Uh, first, I got to compliment the Red Scare. They showed up in numbers today. That was really great because where I sit, I can see them all up into the 400 section. And there's no better energy in the arena than when the Red Scare shows up in, in mass. And uh, they only got a couple of weeks before winter break, and then they're off for like a month. Yeah. So I hope the local the local Red Scare will, will fill it up, uh, you know, over those Christmas breaks. Uh, now, uh, I was, uh, you know, you talked about the injuries, of course, and it's an opportunity for people to step up. I thought Ryan Mikesell quietly had a pretty good game today. Uh, he was fairly solid on defense, and he had, I think, three three-point shots that just rimmed out that could have, uh, you know, changed some momentum. Um, but I'm wondering, where do you see that? What, what do you, and maybe Brooks is the best guy for this, is uh, what is the role of Zerius Williams on this team? I, I can't figure out where he fits and whether he can step into that role or one of those roles that's open. He, he's probably with, you know, the loss of Big Steve and now Cunningham, he's probably the guy that's going to get 
put in the worst position out of anyone because he's going to have to now do a lot of the interior work. And if you look at him, he's not exactly built for that. He's more of a stretch for even a small forward type player. But you're asking him now to kind of go inside and protect the paint and bang with guys that are 25 pounds heavier than him and stronger than him. So and you saw that today really struggled guarding, you know, their physical post players. So um, that, you know, to be fair for it's just going to take time and he's doing what he can and he's put into a position he didn't he didn't ask to be in. But but he's fighting and, and doing what he can to help the team. Now you get Josh back. And um, you, now you can kind of play him in his more natural position. As like I said, is if, if Josh comes back, and I'm sorry, if Kendall comes back, That's right. you can kind of hopefully move him around and, and where he's more comfortable as that stretch four. But for right now, he, he's kind of our post sub defensively. And that's the position you're in, Brooks, wanting Kendall Pollard back because let's just talk about right now what we know about Josh Cunningham because we got an update as of about yeah. 11.45 this morning. So Thursday, Archie came out and said, look, we don't know just yet. We know it. on Thursday they knew it was in his knee. Yeah. There was enough uh, non-swelling and non-bruising in the knee. They could see, okay, no torn ligaments there, no surgery needed. But on Thursday he said we need a little bit more time because there was so much bruising and swelling in the lower part of his leg. They couldn't really get a totally clean look about what was going on down there. Friday, they get a better look. And yesterday, Friday, he has surgery because the final diagnosis for Josh Cunningham, in case you missed it, was a torn ligament in his left ankle that he had, past tense, surgery yesterday to repair. And he's going to be out for at least three months. Now, that was this morning at 11.45 noonish. Archie just said in the post game, according to David Jablonski, our friend from the Dayton Daily News, Flyers beat writer, Jabo says, Archie does not think Cunningham will play again this year. It would be a miraculous comeback. Doesn't know if he could get red shirt. Now, that matches what I talked to UD at the beginning of the game because we were told, look, here's the update now. Torn ligament, surgery, three months. Archie will address after the game. Yeah. I was asking around some UD sources of mine to say, what's the deal? Does he play again? Can you red shirt? Medically red shirt. What's the rules for a medical red shirt? And the, look, the short answer is UD says, we don't know. Because if he's ready to play by February, do you want to even go through the appeals process? And it really, it's all about what's best for Josh. Right. Because right. after this year, even without a red shirt this year, Brooks, he still has two years of eligibility at the collegiate level. And whatever he has, probably, I would say, ahead of him professionally, whether that's likely in Europe or yeah. the association or right, wherever, right, right. Uh, it's what's best for Josh. If he were to come back three months from today, they'd have about five games left. So even if he can, would you want to throw him into the mix? I'm sure you would with five games left, but that's starting over in late February, early March. Who knows? But Archie said after the game again, uh, what he told David Jablonski was that he doesn't expect him to play. Hold on, let me just pull this up on Twitter because it closed on me. Cunningham will. Archie does not think Cunningham will play again this year. It would be a miraculous comeback. And again, Archie does not know if he can get a red shirt. So... That's There's tough. the latest on Cunningham. Well, and it's tough news because, as we saw today, it, it, and, and Coach even talked about in his postgame, it puts different lineups and different rotations on, on, on the court. Yep. And, and it, you know, all, what you've practiced in all offseason, pre, in preseason, and working on different rotations and guys kind of starting to figure out what their roles are, all of a sudden that just blows up. And so now you have, for example, Ryan Mike who I think will be a, a solid collegiate player. Um, he's a good player now. I think he could be really good before it's all said and done. But now you're putting him in a role where he's 30-plus minutes a game. And that's not 
what we were looking for from him this year. Um, you know, same thing with Zarius. Zarius, I don't, I don't know what the final line was. He probably played 25-plus minutes today out of position. And so that's, that's going to be the challenge. And, and coaching staff is very good, but that's going to be the challenge. How do you adjust for guys playing out of position? And we're very, very we – were, we were weak inside before this defensively. Yeah. What do you do now losing Josh? Now we're very weak inside on the def- defensive end. So coach is going to have to get creative and, and maybe put in some full court pressure, try to speed the game up. Because in a slowdown style offense, you saw a struggle with that today. When we get into rotations and, and oh, covering, you know, covering the inside, it's tough. And Archie mentioned that was really the first time they'd seen something like this. You know, St. Mary's has got a seven footer in the middle, yeah. and and Brooks, the way defensively they were rotating or lack thereof. I mean, when they were hedging on screens, Brooks, they were getting torched early and not getting back home, and it was a lot of ba- what looked like pick and roll for St. Mary's going on with the way UD was hedging screens and really not able to recover. And Archie talked about that. Look, the rotations defensively were just not what they needed to be. And St. Mary's, to their credit, early Brooks took full advantage of that. And they moved the ball like nobody's business, too. My goodness. Man, they, they, Passing skills. They, they executed their offense. I mean, not I mean, you can't play a perfect game, but, but man, they were sharp in the first half executing their offense. And so, you know, without getting too technical with terminology, there, what we struggled with tonight was what you call secondary rotation. So the, the, the primary rotation when you have a ball screen is that first pass, and now the defense is kind of rotating out of that. What St. Mary's did a good job with, they didn't make that obvious next pass. They would skip the ball across the court. And so we were, we were slow on, on our secondary rotation, which led to wide-open looks yeah. on the perimeter or sometimes wide-open looks on the interior. So, uh, you know, they'll correct all that. I mean, those are things you can correct, luckily. Yeah. A lot of open looks for St. Mary's, a lot of contested looks for the Flyers early on. Even so, Brooks, we got to talk about this because yeah. Scoochie Smith was making defenders just look plain stupid over there today in the first half. Looked like he had a ball <laughs> and a string. Looked like a little bit of Kyrie Irving yeah. Uncle Drew out there he at did. times. Some really nice plays. From, I don't know how he was finishing some of those at the rim, but Scoochie was looking good. <laughs> you saw playground Scooch today. That that was a little more. <laughs> yeah. That was a little yeah, more backyard or, or playground, and, and we needed that because St. Mary's is so efficient defensively. I mean, yeah. they they're in perfect help side position, and we weren't getting many open looks. And, and the way that you beat a team like that when you're not getting open looks, number one. You have to knock down the open looks you get because you don't get many of them. And number two, you got to have some guys that can kind of create something one on one. Yeah. And and we we don't re- we don't really have that outside of Scooch and Charles can get his shot off. But other than that, we don't have a lot of one on one type guys. So yeah. that's why we struggled early on. Jerry, back to the Bud Light Mike. Jerry, go. Hey, it's good to be back uh, playing again, uh, celebrating. Unfortunately, uh, tough tough loss by the Flyers. Um, great team effort and i think one of the things we learned uh today is the importance of the fans because once the fans got engaged we really took st mary's out of their game once they I got mean, loud was, with a w man yeah, that was crazy that's crazy that's when and, it started getting uh, heavy you know i i am looking at the, the sophomore class um you know i think uh mike sell made some great development over the offseason Mm-hmm. Uh, Zarius is, is showing a lot of heart, a lot of effort. Uh, Sam Miller is the one I can't quite figure out, you know. I mean, it, I don't think I saw as much development there as I saw from some of the other players. Uh, I don't know uh, what the read is on that. He, he's probably – so if, if Zarius is the guy that I think kind of got put in a bad position, having to fill in for Steve and Josh now, Sam's probably the second guy now because – 
Sam is not a physical post player. He's a finesse player. He, he kind of wants to float around and shoot jump shots. He, he, he's not a physical defender. So now you're asking a guy who that's not his style to go in there and, and bang with big felt, you know, big guys. So Zarius is the first guy that I would say kind of got in a bad spot. Sam would be the second one. So he has developed, but he's put into a spot now where he's also kind of out of position. Uh, and I got to say that, uh, you know, about halfway through the second half, I'm going like, this could be a long season. And I think the end, by the end of the game, the fans' faith was restored in our team oh, yeah. and our flyers. And it was yep. a great effort and, you know, great job by the coaches and by the players just to lay it all on the floor. And I, I think there'll, there'll be a lot of hot tubs and ice in, in the locker room tomorrow. Yeah. And here's the thing. I mean, you really can't feel bad when you got a team leaving here with one, a close loss, Brooks, but a top 25 leaving here looking at you, the Dayton Flyers, and saying, boy, we got a nice resume win for March. This is this is a resume builder for St. Yeah, Mary's absolutely. coming to Dayton and now being able to leave town with, hey, look, we got a resume win. Yeah, they're a tourney team, and there's no doubt no doubt yeah. about it. St. Mary's will be playing in the big dance, but like you said, this, this win for them is one of those – it helped with their seeding. You know, when you have, yep. you know, a big road win at Dayton early on in the year um, in a game where you, you pretty much dominated. I mean, they, they probably outplayed us for 34 minutes of the game. Um, that will couldn't be a difference between, you know, a seven and a six seed or five and a four. So, yeah, it's a good win for them. You leave here now, Brooks. You get out of town a little later this week. You head to Anaheim for the Wooden Legacy Classic, or tournament, excuse me. You play three games in four days. You start with Nebraska. You play the Cornhuskers uh, Thanksgiving night. Depending on whether you get into the winners or losers bracket, other teams there include Portland, UCLA, New Mexico, Vatek, Texas A&M, and Cal State Northridge. Not the uh, sort of rear-end grabbing, you know, uh, <laughs> schedule that you had like last year, you know. Yeah. Not, uh, not... At, at the uh, tournament they went to last year with Xavier, Iowa, Monmouth. Right, right. Not quite the, you know, firepower, if you will, that we had last year. Right. But, um, you know, how do you feel, Brooks, if you're this Dayton team now going to Anaheim and to start Thursday a game against Nebraska? So it's a little different now given the scenario of, of Josh being out. You know, if you go back to after the Alabama win, we're sitting pretty confident. We're, we're sitting high after that win. Yeah. Um, if, if we were full strength, because, you know, it's a great road win. We're starting to figure out roles, and guys are kind of, you know, confidence is high. Now we're in a different situation because you drop this game to St. Mary's. And like you said, this, this John Wooden Classic, it's not a loaded field. And so if you, if you don't win against Nebraska – that puts you into a path of, of you're, you're playing teams that are just okay. Yeah. You have to get that Nebraska game because most likely you're going to play UCLA, which win or lose that game doesn't hurt your resume. But if you drop Nebraska, now you're in a position where you could pick up a couple bad losses if, you know, if you don't take care of business. So the Nebraska game is, is, is important for the fact that it gives you, it sets you up for a resume win against UCLA. Flyers loser tonight, 61-57. They drop a four-point decision to the St. Mary's Gales. John Bedell and Brooks Hall and more of your calls and questions and comments after this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
for Good News in Dayton. This is Marty Grunder from Grunder Landscaping Company. United Grinding is making a significant investment in our community that needs to be recognized. Recently, along Old Byers Road at the Austin Center Interchange in I-75, they broke ground on a 100,000-square-foot facility that will be their world headquarters. The move will bring 40 new high-paying jobs to Miamisburg to go along with the 100 people that already work there. Montgomery County Jobs Ohio and the City of Miamisburg all help finance this move. The fine folks at Ferguson Construction are constructing the facility, and sometime in 2017, United Grinding will move in. So to Roger Penny and the whole team at United Grinding, thank you for making this investment in our community. We wish you good luck and want you to know your good news for Dayton. Good News in Dayton is brought to you by Grunder Landscaping Company, Park and Go Airport Parking, and West Banco Bank. For more information, visit goodnewsindayton.com. Welcome to Tire Discounters. Hey, I hear you got some good deals going. <laughs> what was that? Well, that's our goat. He's saying you can save $100. <laughs> Ooh, now he's saying go to our website and save even more. The goat said that. <laughs> Okay, I save $100. And even more if you go to our website. I get it. It's a goat pun. I know. Save an instant $100 on major tire brands. Check out the details on our website and save even more. (laughs) Cancer. Just the thought of it can keep you up at night. It keeps us up too. Working around the clock, looking for new ways to fight. That's why Premier Health has teamed up with MD Anderson Cancer Network, a program of MD Anderson Cancer Center. This means we'll have access to more expertise and more treatment options. Now, it's cancer's turn to be scared. Learn more about Premier Health and MD Anderson Cancer Network at unitedagainstcancer.com. Hi, this is Jeremy of Handcrafted Amish Furniture of Dayton. Visit our store to save big money on furniture for your home. Come to our showroom at 1360 North Fairfield Road in Beaver Creek during our November liquidation sale. Save up to 60% on a fresh inventory of in-stock and special order heirloom quality Amish furniture. Plus, save on our exclusive line of upholstered furniture. Discover deep discounts at handcrafted Amish furniture. Visit us at DaytonAmishFurniture.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you soon. Now is the perfect time to shop at Elizabeth Diamond Company. During this massive shopping season, we want you to keep your stress low. We're offering up to 30% off everything store-wide or 48-month interest refinancing. Shop local and don't try to fight the mall crowds. The best deals, selection, and shopping experience can be found at the Elizabeth Diamond Company. Be thankful this year and don't schedule your family holiday around a one-day sale. The Elizabeth Diamond Company in Centerville and Troy. And remember, if you haven't shopped EDC, you're not done shopping yet. Is your company a member of Dayton Defense? If not, learn how you can benefit from becoming a member. Indrasoft is delivering high-quality professional and IT services and solutions to their customers in the Department of Defense, civil agencies, and the private sector. Specializing in software systems integration, infrastructure support, and cybersecurity, Indrasoft is proud to work with the Air Force across the country, delivering value with integrity. Dayton Defense, the voice of the defense community. Check out DaytonDefense.org. It doesn't take a scientist to make an ice cube. It doesn't take a weatherman to know it's raining. And it doesn't take a genius to know that $320 million is a whole lot of money. That's right. The Powerball jackpot is up to $320 million. And the next drawing is tonight. So don't wait. Get your Powerball tickets now. And don't forget to grab some new Ohio Lottery Instant Games, too, with bigger games and more cash available than ever. There's something for everyone. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. 
Windy and cold with passing flurries possible. Temperatures will be staying in the 30s. I'm meteorologist Carrie Ann Merritt on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans. Welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. John Bedell, Brooks Hall, and you here for Flyer Feedback. We are... Getting over together, a 61-57 Dayton Flyers loss. Archie Miller and company fall to 2-1 on the year as they drop to the now undefeated still St. Mary's Gales, number 17 team in the country. A couple ways you can get at us, Flyer fans. You can tweet me at jbadellwhio. You can call us up. The phone numbers are 457-1290. Or you can get on the Bud Light mic, which is where we'll go right now to Leslie from Ideal Travel. Hi, John. Hi, Brooks. Um, Tough loss today, but it's great to see our Flyers really dig deep to get it as close as they did at the end. And I'm very excited about the tournament in Anaheim. We've got a nice little group of fans that are going to be going there. Anywhere there are Flyer fans, there's that extra oomph to push the Flyers over the top. So hopefully three games, opportunity for three wins out there. And uh, it was announced officially this week on the... uh, the, the media that the next stop as far as an early season tournament is going to be Charleston next year in 2017. You can count on Ideal Travel putting a package together for that, but that is so far in advance. We have to look a little bit closer. Right now, we're still looking to load up a second bus of fans to head to Chicago the weekend of the 16th of December. And beyond that, next time on the micro- I'm on the microphone with you guys, which will be December the 3rd, we will be releasing our package for the Atlantic 10 tournament in Pittsburgh this year. Unusual situation. Tournament's been in uh, Brooklyn for several years in a row. We've got this two-year hiatus. We're going to be in Pittsburgh this year, Washington, D.C. next year. Wonderful opportunity to see some great cities and some wonderful basketball. So be sure to stay in touch and actually the packages may be released ahead of December 3rd as long as you follow me. Not really me, but Ideal Travel. Ideal Travel Flyer Fanatics on Facebook. That's the way you get the first first word on it. But really, the best word is here on Flyer Feedback. So wishing everybody a wonderful Thanksgiving. I will be in the office Monday and Tuesday leading up to Anaheim. And you can give me a call at 223-7447. Go Flyers. Thank you, Leslie. And Brooks, too, uh, as we look now to Anaheim, as we look to this date with the Nebraska Cornhuskers on Thanksgiving, at least Thursday, um, I have not seen any post-game comments from Archie in terms of Kendall Pollard's status, but Thursday, David Jablonski asked Archie directly, is there any chance he, Kendall Pollard, plays in California? Archie said, quote, unclear. In my opinion, doubtful, close quote. So how does that, Brooks, affect them if that's what his situation is going into Anaheim? No Kendall Pollard. How does that affect how this team is playing as currently constituted Brooks going into a uh, early season tournament like this, three games in four days? Well, I'll tell you, I, Kendall wants to play. Now, I, you, know, yeah. you know, I spoke with him just for a little bit at halftime of this game and just asked him, you know, you're, when you're coming back, and he just made a quick comment that he's hoping to play in California, but that may be his hope every week, you know, so I don't know if that's some official that he's getting better, but I know he would like to play out there. It, 
it's tough, man. Without him, I mean, it'll be just like this. Uh, you know, we kind of talked about Zarius not putting him in a bad spot on the interior, but we're not going to see too many seven-footers. They're, they're rare. I mean, every yeah. team doesn't have a skilled seven-footer. So um, we shouldn't struggle like we did interior today. I mean, it shouldn't be that bad. Uh, but without Kendall, that's a big loss, and especially without Josh as well. Those are both two huge losses. And so look for Coach to um, switch defenses up a little bit when we're struggling. And, you know, like today he went to more of a full-court token zone trap um, or zone press, and then he fell back into a zone. I mean, how often do you see us play zone? You know, we don't we don't play zone very often, but it was Coach really? kind of adjusting because of the situation. So look for some more defensive adjustments and kind of get creative while we're playing shorthanded. You know, they could have gotten dumb truck today. They came back, made a nice run at it, Brooks, but in the end just wasn't enough. I think some positive momentum, even though with the loss, to carry as they head west for Turkey Day. Flyers a loser, 61-57 to the St. Mary's Gales. That's going to do it for us, Flyers fans. Our next game is Thursday, Thanksgiving. Stuff yourself, take a nap, and then watch the Flyers on television and listen to them here on WHI Radio because our coverage starts with the Budline pregame show. Larry and Bucky, no, Larry and you yeah i'm going larry and brooks hall have the call at 8 30 we will see you on the radio thanksgiving night flyers fans until then from my partner brooks hall i'm john bedell saying thanks for listening everybody and go fly